Hello, I'm Jack Sinclair and welcome to VoxPod, a Vox Pop podcast where I take questions from you, the listener, and head on to the streets of Harrogate and the surrounding area asking random people, friends, family, and even the occasional special guest what they think. If you have any questions you want answering, stick around to the end of the show for details on how to do that. In the meantime, our questions for today are, what is an unusual tradition your family has that you think no other family does? That question comes from Kate Harlow, who you can find on Twitter at ArgonKitten, and she's from the Kids on Bikes podcast, a real play RPG podcast with the new game from Renegade Game Studios and Hunters Entertainment, Kids on Bikes. Uh, Featuring James Anderson, David Hanna, Diana Lorraine, Kate Harlow and Erin King. Uh, They play as uh, Daniel Spencer GM's Mysterious and Spooky Adventures. And if you've ever listened to things like The Adventure Zone or any other kind of podcast like that, they are certainly worth checking out. They really are fantastically fun. Uh, And back to our podcast. The second question is, what's the best thing you've ever eaten? That's from Rory O'Donnell from Philadelphia, who you can find on Twitter at rjohnodonnell. That's R-J-O-H-N-O-D-O-N-E-L-L. And the third question for today is, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be and why? And that comes from local lady Susie Hill. So thank you all three for your wonderful questions. Uh, Yeah, right. Let's get straight into it with question one. So what's an unusual tradition that your family has that you don't think any other family has? Uh, One of the traditions is New Year. Uh, I believe it's first stepping, but we've never seen anybody around us do it. And it's when, uh, just before the stroke of midnight on New Year's Eve, somebody stands outside the door, usually somebody who's got dark-coloured hair for some reason, and comes in with some money, a piece of coal, and a drink alcoholic on the stroke of midnight that person then was inside opens the door lets them in and they exchange the gifts now i believe that's called first stepping in all places but as i said not many people know about it where we are and no <laughs> not not many people do it anymore <laughs> it's just that everybody in our family thinks your mother who does usually go outside because she's got the darkest hair is an idiot. <laughs> it's an odd one. It's I'm not saying. Yeah, it's an odd one. I don't think it's unique to our family, but we're the only ones who know how to do, that do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's an understatement. <laughs> what is an unusual family tradition that you have that you don't think other families have? On Christmas morning, we always have uh, a bacon sandwich. <laughs> Very nice. That's a good way to start Christmas. Um, I wouldn't like to admit to our unusual family traditions. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I like that, cryptic. Thank you. <laughs> Jumping straight in, first question is, what's an unusual tradition that your family has that you don't think another family has? Um, on Christmas Eve, my grandma always takes us to go fish and chips. Oh, nice. That's really nice. It's a good answer. <laughs> Yourself? Don't have anything. No family traditions at all that... It doesn't have to be like that no other family has. I actually, no, I don't have any family traditions. Family tradition of not having family tradition. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right, jumping straight in then. Uh, what is an unusual tradition your family has that you don't think any other family has? Oh my God, 
Um, I can't really think of any traditions, to be honest with you. I suppose a tradition is going on holiday to Florida every year, but that's just our tradition because we used to live there. Oh, nice. That's a good one. Any particular, like, do you do anything while you're there? Or is it... Yeah, we always go and try and help um, the turtles find oh, the sea. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> oh, that's a really nice thing, is that? Yeah. That's really good. Because my daughter's a big environmentalist. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. She's actually the um, creator of the Harrogate Climate Strike this Friday at 9 till 12 at the Senator. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> Get them plugins when you can. Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> right then, if you don't mind diving straight in. First question is, what's an unusual tradition that your family has that you don't think any other family does? Oh, I don't think we have one. Oh, yeah. we, we will do, but I can't, I can't think of any. That does seem to be quite outside. common. I don't think people do traditions much so much anymore. I think we do. I just can't bring them to mind at the moment because we do do a lot of things around about Christmas and Easter. But I don't think they're unusual traditions. It's just traditions. It's your normal yeah. kind of standard traditions. Yeah. All right, okay. Yeah. Still an answer, though. Uh, first question is, what's an unusual family tradition uh, that you have that you think that maybe other families don't have? Um, well, I don't know. We call each other weird names. Don't yeah, know. Oh, that's a cool family tradition. Yeah. Is there any, like, ongoing names that you call each other? Um, yeah, but... Are they uh, yeah. inappropriate? Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, the first question is, what's an unusual tradition that your family has that you don't think other families have? Unusual tradition? The Brooklyn's every year. <laughs> <laughs> Don't really know. We behave ourselves. Oh, okay. Understandable. Very nice. <laughs> What's an unusual tradition that your family has that you don't think any other family does? Which is New Year, and the darkest haired person in the house has to stand on the doorstep with a tray which co contains drinks, food, money so that you're taking happiness into the house. It's usually the dark-haired person in the house, but every year it's me because certain people will not do it. I don't possibly know what you're talking about there. <laughs> when, when did that start? When, how, how did that come about? I've, it's always been I, from a tiny child. My father used to do it, and then I became the darkest-haired, so then I was the one put outside to do it. Fair enough. Good. Supposed to bring luck. Do you believe in that sort of thing? Not really, but it's good <laughs> fun. <laughs> uh, the second question is, what's the best thing you've ever ate? Oh. Eaten. What's the correct I English? This is more your field. Eat, eaten. I will tell you, as a, as, a, as a former English teacher. Yes. And strict grammarian. <laughs> um, best thing I've ever eaten. Now, I've got two answers to that. Oh. Um, at a restaurant in Scotland, which was actually trying too hard, and it wasn't a great meal, but my starter was green eggs and ham, which I ordered purely for the name. <laughs> um, and it was kind of an example of them trying too hard. It was a, a, a ham hock terrine uh, topped with, and I don't know how they did this, it was a fried egg, which must have been partly fried so that the outside was solid. And it was then coated in a pea puree, hence green eggs, mm. and then breadcrumbed and then deep fried. 
Oh, very Scottish. It's very Scottish. They deep fry an egg. <laughs> um, and it was, it was visually brilliant. Um, I clearly had to order it the instant I saw it on the menu. Yeah. Um, and it was actually quite nice. Um, I did enjoy it. But, uh, but the, honestly, the best thing I've ever eaten. Bearing in mind, I've eaten in Michelin-starred restaurants. Mm. Um, the best thing... I don't know why I felt the need to bring that up, except I'm very posh. I'm a bit <laughs> of a foodie. Um, a new market sausage, and it has to be a new market. Okay. About the only good thing to come out of the south. Um, a new market sausage cooked on a wood... And this is important, not a barbecue, not charcoal, on a wooden, a wood fire. Um, there's nothing better. I'm a man of simple taste. Yeah, of course. Who then eats in Michelin-style restaurants, because, you know. Yeah, because you want to get a full, yeah. broad taste. Yeah. And it's pretentious enough to pronounce it Michelin, not Michelin. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, <laughs> and what's the, what's the best thing you've ever eaten? Um, I think it was a seafood dish in France. It was that good. We actually took, we were like really idiots and took photographs of it. <laughs> when, about, we, when, when was this? Oh, about... 35 years ago so pre-instagram days you couldn't because yes. nowadays you could get away with that no it was actually a, a camera we used <laughs> <laughs> and with crusty bread it was absolutely gorgeous uh second question is uh what's the best thing you've ever eaten oh um slow roast belly pork Ooh. with root mash oh nice choice very nice um, chicken and chips on the seafront of a tiny little Spanish village after a three-day drive through France and um, to get there. Oh, very nice. <laughs> so, not a bacon sandwich on Christmas morning, no. then. No. <laughs> uh, we'll dive straight into question two, then. Uh, what's the best thing you've ever eaten? Fajitas. Fajitas? Yeah. Right. Is that like homemade fajitas? Yeah, like chicken fajitas. So, the second question is, what's the best thing you've ever eaten? Ooh. <laughs> I like all sorts of food. This is why I'm overweight. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, Chinese food is probably our favourite. My yeah. favourite. Yeah. Yes. What's your, your go-to Chinese food? Sweet and sour. Sweet Chicken, and sour. yes. Oh, Bread, so very, very nice. traditional, yes. <laughs> Yourself? Myself? Probably um, one of the fish dishes in America. Oh, we had oh, a yes. really lovely we coconut this, prawns. Yes. Oh. The lobster shack. The red lobster mm. and the lobster shack. Yeah. It's probably the scenery and everything yes. that reminds me. American food, though they know how to do it. Yes, yes. they do. Mm -hmm. uh, second question is: What's the best thing you've ever eaten? Oh, I don't know. It's not fish and chips before Christmas. No, unfortunately not. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably. Ribs. I like ribs. I don't know. Ribs, yeah. What kind of ribs? Well, we went to America, like Tony Roman ribs are very nice. Oh, nice. If you're going to get ribs, America. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there you go. Probably like a nice steak or something. Nice steak. Yeah. How do you like your steaks? Uh, medium. Medium? Yeah. Very nice. Any sauces on the side or anything? I like mushroom sauce. Oh, good choice. Good choice. Good answers. Uh, second question is, what's the best thing you've ever eaten? Best thing I've ever eaten? My goodness me, that's a, that is a challenge. Yes, it's a question that's been making me very hungry. Some people have had some very <laughs> intricate answers. I suppose probably steak and kidney pie. Oh, nice, nice. Any particular place that you like one or like a homemade, homemade one? Homemade one. Oh, it's got to be homemade. Oh, of course. It's got to be homemade. Uh, second question is, what's the best thing you've ever eaten? 
actually it's Harrogate based um, breakfast at Manor Bakery last week. Oh, what the, did you have? Had, what was it called? Eggs Wild. Eggs Wild. And it was lots of different flavours and it was really nice and really filling. So it's a lovely breakfast. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> and where was that again? Manor Bakery on Colbath Road, the best donut shop in town. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, what's the best thing you've ever eaten? Best thing I ever eaten. Now that's this is going back. Things like smells and flavours stay with you for years. Mm. And this happened to me when I was at school. So we're talking sixty years ago here, and it's school dinners. I used to love school dinners. Mainly, it was always because it was something different to what my mother used to make at home. <laughs> Okay. Well, probably the same, but made in a different way. Yeah. Uh, and the first one is two that goes together, and they usually happen together as well at the school meals. And you run a long table, and there's about four at each side of the table, and then there was a, a guy who was usually a prefect at the end of the table who used to serve the food out. And it used to come in, and you never knew what you were going to get. There were kind of never any menu on the wall or mm. all like that. So you used to walk in, sit at your table, Sit down and your first meal, and I always remember it was stew. Now, this was no ordinary stew. This was stew that came in a big chorine with a big ladle in the middle. And literally, you could stick the label, ladle in the middle of the stew and it wouldn't fall over. <laughs> that was a sign it was going to be a good stew. <laughs> so that was dished out to you. I used to love that flavour. And the second thing, what usually the sweet was, Apple crumble. Nice. I used to love apple crumble. And that used, they usually went together. So that was my favourite day of mm. eating stew followed by a lovely apple crumble. The story behind that is I didn't realise till many, many years later that the person who used to do the school meals, design them, cook them, and things like that, I eventually married her daughter. <laughs> Which is quite a coincidence. Yeah. And I didn't realise when I, when I met her daughter that her mother was a supervisor at school meals yeah. and, and set out the menus and did the cooking and stuff yeah. like that. So it was quite good. Uh, third question is, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be and why? Um, everything, because really? <laughs> or is that, is, am I not allowed that as an answer? I mean, you can give that as an answer, but I mean, I won't accept um, it. Okay, <laughs> um, my predilection for over-explaining things. Okay. Uh, and answering questions even when they're clearly rhetorical. And why would I change that? Because even I realise how annoying <laughs> how annoying it is. You're just thorough. That's all you are. Um, yeah, but no, I'm dreadful, and it makes me sound like an idiot. By over-explaining things. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, example. I was in a little shop. And there was a guy in a sports car having a huge problem doing a three-point turn. Okay. And the lady in the shop that I was—I mean, this, we were having—we were chatting. Yeah. But the lady behind the counter in the shop said, oh, "That's a weird-looking car. What's that?" So I said, "Oh, that's a Caterham Seven. Um, used to be a Lotus Seven, but then Caterham bought the uh, bought the plans, uh, bought, bought the design, and now they, they call it a Caterham Seven. Uh, it's quite a nice little car." And I went on and on and on about the engine size and the fact that it, that as a, a Lotus Seven appears in the opening credits of The Prisoner, and <laughs> I I don't know why I do that. To be fair, I, I understand your point, but then again, to the right person, 
That's some interesting information. Yeah, but I don't want to talk to those people <laughs> because they're as boring as me. Okay, that's a good point. <laughs> Uh, and the third question is, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be and why? I'd become younger, so, so I'd be fit again. <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs> uh, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be and why? Oh, that simple ageing, because I don't like it. That's the second <laughs> one I've had today. <laughs> Other than ageing, is there anything... Because I, I suppose that's almost a given, you know. At some point, someone's, everyone's a bit like, do you know what, I could do without this. Not if you're from Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, just, well, it's again, it's with ageing, because it's aches and pains. Other than that, yeah, I'm quite confident. Yeah, good. It's nice to know you're content. Content. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and final question, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be and why? There's nothing really I would like to change about myself. That's a good answer, though. That's good. <laughs> be proud of that. Can't think of anything. Yourself? Um, well, unfortunately, we haven't got all day to go through my list. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a polar opposite answer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So that, that's, that's, it. That, that's it, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing and everything. Nothing yeah, and everything, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful, thank you very much. That's why we've been married for 40 odd years. Exactly, yes. <laughs> Perfect balance. Yes. Right. Lovely, thank you. Uh, and the third question is, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be and why? My nose, because it's massive. It's not a massive nose, but <laughs> each to their own, I suppose. Trust me, I've seen bigger noses. Oh, well, still my nose. Fair enough. Truthful answer. I respect that. Thank you. Uh, and if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be and why? I've thought about this often. There's <laughs> lots of things I would like to change about myself. Uh, but one thing I'd love to have done is learn how to play a musical instrument. Mm. Learn how to read music. I've attempted it many times. Yeah. I mean, from 16 growing up in the 60s bands and things yeah. like that. I wanted to be a guitarist and things like that. And a few of us got together in the house and we, we used to play chords and stuff like that. And I started learning then. Uh, and we were just finishing secondary modern school at that time. So when we left, we all went to separate ways. Mm -hmm. We never really got to back together again. Uh, I regret not carrying that on, not learning how to read music and not learning how to play an instrument. I'd love to be able to get up now when nobody else knows about me stand up in a pub, go mm. over to the piano and just play a great tune, yeah. jazz or something classical or something like that and surprise everybody around me. It'll never happen <laughs> because basically I, have, I love music, but I cannot learn how to play an instrument. Yeah, I can attempt things, but it never gets any further. Yeah. Plus I've got a terrible singing voice, so that <laughs> didn't, go, didn't do me any good anyway. So, you know, yeah, my main regret in life, not learning how to play a musical instrument and to read music. Uh, and the third question is, uh, what could you, uh, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be and why? Um, I'd probably make myself more, I don't know, like be able to speak to everyone and anyone. I mean, you're like, doing a good job now. I just I randomly walked up to you with a mic, you know, that's pretty intimidating. <laughs> but like people that I don't like, no, very well. On the phone. I'm not very good at speaking. Uh, yeah, I can, you know, I can relate to that. 
I'll probably make myself smarter. Smarter? Yeah. Yeah. Which I smarter Smarter in what way? Like maths smarter? Or... Yeah, probably maths. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Good answers. Thank you very much. Uh, and final question is, uh, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be and why? My stubbornness, because sometimes it gets me into trouble. Oh, okay. But I imagine that can help you out a lot, though. Oh, yes, it can with Harrogate Council, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful. That was very Harrogate-based. I loved it. <laughs> wonderful. Thank you very much. Uh, and the last question is, uh, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be and why? All the weight. Health-wise. Looking fine to me. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, uh Ingrown toenails. I wish I didn't have ingrown toenails. <laughs> and yourself? I would like to be a little bit more patient. Okay. I do teach children to be patient, but I don't manage it myself. <laughs> as long as you're passing it down, it's fine. Absolutely. That's what counts. I agree. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Those are great answers. Thank you very much. That was really helpful. And that was VoxPod. A uh, quick little info update on a couple of things mentioned in the episode. The climate strike happened on the Friday after I recorded and obviously before this episode went out to air. But over 50 people turned up, uh, which is fantastic to hear. It's great to see and hear things like this happening uh, around Harrogate, uh, particularly around Harrogate, because I think it can be sometimes a bit of a, a bubble in itself, this town, and to get kind of, you know, important issues like this um, brought up uh, to people's attention, I think is really good. And, you know, if if you want to do something similar, please, you know, there's no need to feel like you've missed out on this. It's something that anyone can set up, anyone can do. It's uh, really inspiring. Uh, the second thing is, uh, is to do with the claim about Manor Bakery on Colbath Road. Uh, if you want to find the best donuts in Harrogate, go there. But obviously, you need to have a, a relative comparison. Uh, so there is Dough Donuts, uh, which you can find on Bower Street. You have to try both of them to know which one's the best. So, you know, go out there, have some donuts, check them out. Who doesn't like a donut? Uh, also, a couple of special thank yous to uh, Reggie Rigby, the proprietor of Destination Venus, who's also the host of uh, the Geeks at the Gates podcast that you can find on the Harrogate Community Radio. He was kind enough to let me into his shop and shove a mic in front of his face while I was working. So thank you, Reggie. Um, and also thank you to my parents, who also, for the first time, let me shove a mic in front of their faces. That was very nice of you, uh, which does lead me to... Um, just wanting to talk about their strange traditions. I personally have never... I grew up with them doing the step out on New Year's thing. Never paid it any mind until a few years ago when I had some friends around. Uh, I had a sudden existential moment where I realised that that was ridiculous and I could not explain it to someone. <laughs> it's, it's very strange. Um, but, you know each to their own you know we all have weird things i don't get it but it does it did lead me to think that you know i i don't particularly answer the questions and i think that's unfair you know i expect other people to answer them i should answer them so i'm going to quickly fire through some of my answers question one was obviously what was the unusual tradition and the the, the stepping out on new year's is 
that, but we, you know, we got that answer twice, so, uh, probably on Christmas, we always opened presents up at the strike of midnight. It was for no particular reason, other than when I was a child, I really wanted to open presents, and I knew they were there. Um, so, you know, try argue with a kid when he knows there's loads of presents in the house, and, you know, you can't go to sleep when you know that that's what's coming the next day. So we always opened them on midnight. And then uh, the motivation to get up was to play with all the cool toys I got the night before. It was fun. And I probably shouldn't have been up at 12 at midnight as a young child, but there you go. Uh, the second question, the best thing you ever ate. Well, ah, I'm a, I love me some food. So, uh, oof, I'm a fan of a sherbet lemon. Ah, oh, that always goes down easy. Little sherbet lemon, pop that in. Ah, oh, yeah. Sherbet lemons. I, I definitely have other answers, but that's a podcast in itself. Uh, and one thing you could change about yourself, what would it be and why? Uh, I would probably say I wish I wasn't so nervous every time going out uh, around the town asking people. It, there isn't enough deodorant in the world to cover up the sweat, <laughs> the nervous sweat that I get. Um, so again... I just want to say it is so appreciated, everyone that allows me to question them and gives me an answer. Uh, I know it only takes a couple of minutes, but I I really appreciate your time. It helps me out a lot. And, it, you know, it gives me a confidence boost. Uh, so thank you, everyone. And yeah, special thank you again to our question askers, Kate Harlow, Rory O'Donnell and Susie Hill. If you have a question that you would like to submit to the people in and around Harrogate, then you can find us on Twitter and Facebook um, at Vox underscore pod for Twitter and at Vox pod for Facebook. Um, you can find the links on the Harrogate Community webpage. Um, go on, find a post, ask a question. You know, you never know the answers you're going to get. And finally, again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you liked VoxPod, uh, you can catch us every Wednesday at 8 o'clock on the Harrogate Community Radio uh, it's new episodes every other week. Um, you can also subscribe to us uh, through our RSS feed. Um, it usually gets uploaded a couple of days after it's aired on the community radio. Uh, the only incentive is it's the unedited version, meaning we keep the swears in. And if there ever is an answer that perhaps maybe isn't uh, too appropriate for radio, I'll probably maybe keep it into the podcast. Um but that's probably fine for you between most people are absolutely lovely to talk to um and don't push the boundaries of content uh so yeah you can uh any way that you listen to your podcast you can subscribe to us through there um in the meantime i uh, hope to catch you again uh on the hierarchy community radio because uh, it's a fantastic service and uh, definitely worth supporting um, and again, if you hey, if you have your own podcast uh, or radio show that you wish to create, uh, they will help you out. I believe there's an open day in October. Um, you can find details on the website. It's definitely worth having a look. Uh, there are some really creative minds um, down there, and they will certainly give you all the information uh, and the tools that you need uh, to get started. So it's definitely worth checking out. Uh, so yes, again, thank you to my question askers, thank you to my listeners, thank you to my question answerers. I have been Jack Sinclair and this has been VoxPod. Thank you very much and I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Bye! <laughs>